Have you ever been frustrated trying to build a business that you love, connect deeper with your family, and take care of your physical and mental health, but it just seems like you never have time? In my search for those answers, I found out that there are three very specific things that family-driven entrepreneurs do in order to excel in it all. If you're someone who's interested in learning these three things, we have a free upcoming training that you can register for so we can share these three things to help you succeed faster. Check out the show notes or go to modernleadership.us forward slash workshop. This is a limited time workshop, which will be recorded just in case you can't make it live. Thank you for being willing to lean in and continue to grow. And above all, keep leading from the front leader. Welcome to Modern Leadership, the podcast, where we see things differently. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand. I'm a husband, father, master life and legacy coach for leaders, co-creator of the Pushco Certification School, and 20-year law enforcement officer from Southern California. Once I realized how leaders looked at things differently, I was able to lead myself to a 100-pound weight loss, lead more effectively in my police career, create a successful business, and a better connection with my family that was more aligned with the legacy I wanted to create. Now, this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders who want to create more, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their family and their health. People who are willing to see things through their modern leader lens. If that's you, welcome to Modern Leadership. Let's go. Hey guys, what is going on? My people, and welcome back to a Thursday microcast episode. Today, we're going to talk about how leaders earn the right to lead. I love this topic. I mean, I literally have a book where I brought people through this process. And really, that's what I wanted to do is I want to share not only how leaders are in the right to lead, but also how you can stop beating yourself up, especially after you've actually fulfilled your part of the deal. So here's the thing. There's going to be certain people who are going to want to be led by you. They're going to use your story as inspiration. They're going to use it as motivation. They're going to go out there. They're going to take action and they're going to duplicate some of the things that you've duplicated. But then there's going to be people who are consumers, people are out there who are listening to the information who aren't really going to take any kind of action. They're going to make it mean something about them or something about you. And you have to live up to your part of the deal and realize that in order for them to succeed, they have to meet you halfway. And really today, I want to show you how you can meet them halfway and what that where that line in the sand actually comes up. Now, here's the thing. I have my book, Mastering Your Life Through Self-Coaching. It is on Amazon. If you go to mindsetwithmark.com forward slash book, or if you just go on Amazon, you can actually download it. It's the hard copy. It's got a paperback. It's got everything, PDF, audiobook on Audible, all that great stuff. But I want to take you through some of the very basic structure of the book because it's broken down into certain different parts, all right? I want to talk to you about the beginning stages of it because I think these three things are the most important piece of all. If I were to like take a bird's eye view of my book and really how you can become this type of leader that others want to follow, these are the three things that you must do to earn the right to lead. So here we go. Let's start off with number one. Number one is they take ownership of their lives by learning how to lead themselves first. So many people are focused on who and what they can lead outside of themselves. Most people think it's all about like, oh, to be a great leader, I have to leave other, lead other people effectively. And they forget that they have to lead themselves first to become an example of the, the, like the actions that they're taking so that other people feel compelled to actually lead them. Nobody likes to be led by a hypocrite, somebody who is leading in one area of their life and falling the rest of their life is kind of like falling apart. Like nobody really wants to be led by that person because they don't want to duplicate that. I mean, it makes sense, right? Really, it's about like taking ownership of the parts that you can control. And the only part that you can actually control when it comes to leading is leading yourself. 
And I know it's a very difficult subject. That's literally why my entire book and my life coach certification was created. It's really getting good at leading and coaching yourself gives you the ability of leading and coaching other people. So that first step is taking ownership of their, your lives by learning how to lead yourself first. When you get good at leading yourself, leading others is just a matter of time. It is just a matter of time. Second step is becoming a high performer in the area that you want to lead others. Now, naturally, I found that leaders are high performers. We like to dive in. We like to get our hands dirty. We like to take a lot of action. I mean, like they always say, like, if you want to get something done, give it to the busiest person in the room. A lot of times leaders are those types of people. But if you take that and you move it to a different area, like let's say you're put in 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 charge of some specific other area that maybe you're not a high performer in, you've got to make sure that you become a high performer in that area so that you can be more effective at leading others. Now, sometimes it requires you to learn a new skill. Sometimes it just requires you to get really good at leading or taking some of the principles that you've learned in the other areas where you do excel and moving them over into those areas. Now, really, it's about like understanding that when you become that high level performer, when you're willing to take the actions that you're asking other people to take, they look up to you and they start to go, wow, I actually do respect this person and I want to follow them. So number one, like I said, take ownership of your life by leading yourself first and then become a high performer in the area that you want to lead others. Now, number three is understanding the difference between confidence and self-confidence. Here's the thing, taking ownership of you leading yourself and then becoming a high performer in that area is all about you and the inner transformation that you're making. But when you understand that confidence also is something that's an internal job, you realize that you can actually have the confidence to go out there and lead others. Now, I say confidence, but really what I'm talking about is self-confidence. Because confidence is something that is, you require the past to have confidence. It's something that you've done before. And so you know that you're going to be able to be capable of doing it again. But self-confidence comes from a different thing. Because confidence is something from the outside. Self-confidence says, I'm willing to feel the fear and do it anyway. Because I know that there's only two outcomes of me taking this new action. And that is number one, I do it right and I succeed. Or number two is I grow and I learn from it. And most of us grow and learn from it. That's the reason why we have businesses. That's the reason why we are leaders, because we're willing to feel the fear and do it anyway. I can't tell you how many people come to me because of the mistakes that I've made in the past. And now I teach them how to not have those mistakes rather than things that come naturally to me. So you have to be willing to understand the difference between confidence and self-confidence, because if you don't understand that, you're going to make things on the outside mean that you don't have the confidence to take those actions. But remember, self-confidence comes from the inside. It's having belief in yourself despite any outside evidence that you're going to either succeed or you're going to grow. And either way, that's a positive end result. So guys, these are three very important topics in the book. I talk about how to lead yourself and become that leader of leaders. I talk about how to become a high performer by really like diving into what your your strengths are and your zone of genius. And then number three is like understanding the difference between confidence and self-confidence, leaning into it and starting to lead others that way, knowing that no matter what happens, you're either going to do it and succeed or you're going to grow from it. All right, guys, I appreciate you so much. If you want to dive deeper into these concepts, definitely grab my book, Mastering Your Life Through Self-Coaching, and I will see you guys on Monday. Bye, everybody.